Hey, you're here with Brittany Elliott. I am the creator of Back to You in Five, and I help mothers reconnect with themselves through self-care. Back to You in Five offers simple, effective resources to mothers as they embark on their self-care journey, provides women with encouragement and support as they adjust to their roles as mothers and create the life they see for themselves, and helps mothers manage the overwhelm, frustration, irritability, exhaustion, identity crisis, and resentment that is experienced along the motherhood journey. Back to You in Five is built around five wellness points, social wellness, physical wellness, spiritual wellness, emotional wellness, and intellectual wellness. They all work together to keep us balanced in our roles as mothers. Motherhood is easy to get lost in. Through this podcast, I share the challenges I've overcome along my motherhood journey, the challenges I'm working through, and the challenges other women have shared with me. In each episode, I hope you find a healthy mix of inspiration, motivation, and accountability as you continue navigating your motherhood journey. This is what self-care looks like. Let's get into it. Hey, welcome back to What Self-Care Looks Like. This is Brittany, and today I want to talk about routines specifically the power of a morning routine. So recently I shared my morning routine on social media because waking up early in the morning really works well for me. And as I've spoken with more and more women, I've learned the morning is an untapped resource for a lot of mothers. So let's talk about the importance of a morning routine and how we can really make the mornings work for us. So just in case you missed my post on social media or you're not even following me on social media, follow me on Instagram. It's at back to you in five. You'll also find me on Facebook the same way and TikTok as well. So my morning routine is my alarm goes off at 4.50 a.m. Monday through Friday. I get up, get myself together and I work out. I do my workout um, for 20 to 30 minutes, and then I'll usually stretch for 10 to 15 minutes after that, like do yoga or something or just stretch after I've done my workout. And then I will journal or I will build out content or plan out my day. It really just depends on what type of inspiration or things that come to mind during my workout process. Then from there, I take shower and start getting ready for my work day. After that, I, you know, make my lunch. I'm talking to my husband, you know, once he got home and then, you know, I'm out the door. And so that is my morning routine. And I've read many books on building habits and waking up early. And the common thread in them all is to really start small. Choose one habit to establish at a time and make it attainable. So me waking up at 4.50 a.m. seems like unreal. You know, when I talk to people, they're like, oh my gosh, like I could never do it. And I'm always like, I believe you because me, I'm I'm three years into my self-care journey. And I believe I just started waking up at 4.50 uh, like at the beginning of 2023, maybe the end of 2022. 
So when I first set the goal of waking up early, I just wanted to wake up earlier than my daughter so that I could have time well before my daughter woke up to get myself up and ready for work. Because I don't know about you, but I felt like once my daughter was up in the morning, like I had no control on how the morning would go. You know, I never knew the type of mood that Bristol would be in, how much time she would want to spend eating. Maybe she would need to use the bathroom for longer than she did the day before. Maybe she would be really groggy from the night before because she didn't sleep well. There were just way too many variables. And I would always find myself, especially when she was a toddler, like kind of fighting with her to get out of the house on time so that I could drop her off at childcare and then make it to work on time. So waking up before her helped out tremendously just to be able to get through the morning routine and not have to struggle like that, not have to fight um, to get out the door on time. So you may only need to wake up 30 minutes before your child to get things accomplished that you'd like or to prioritize your self-care time. Maybe you need to wake up two hours earlier. Whatever the interval, there are a few things that you have to consider when you're building out your morning routine. So you have to ask yourself, how do I want my mornings to look and how do I want my mornings to feel? So without putting limitations on yourself or factoring in the millions of variables that could happen in a morning, just take some time to think about how in a perfect world you would like your mornings to look and then write that down. And in this idea stage, really nothing is too outlandish. Maybe you want to start your morning with a cup of tea with your favorite book and a reading nook. Or maybe you want to start your morning with a yoga flow followed by a breakfast made from fresh ingredients. Maybe you want to start your mornings off with a house call or someone else waking you up in the morning. Like whatever it is at this stage, just write it down right? Just write it down. Have a little fun with it. And once you have that list, then you choose the options that are actually realistic for your lifestyle. And then you ask yourself, how can I make this happen? And the reason why I always say just just go all in, like your, your wildest dreams and desires of how your morning would want to go, write it down, and then take the next step to see what's actually realistic. Because if something seems outlandish and then you write it down and you're like, mm, I actually would like this to be my morning, you are going to take the steps to make that your morning. So whether it is doing something like needing to hiring a nanny or or meal prepping the night before or whatever it may be, you know, coordinating with your spouse for them to wake up even 30 minutes before you so that they can get their selves together and then wake you up, whatever it will look like, you will know what you're attached to and what you're willing to work for when you put it all down on paper. If you're always having these thoughts and thinking that could never happen to me, you're always going to be right. So that's why we go through this exercise. And I didn't start 
like I said, waking up at 4.50, but I always knew I wanted to wake up early. So I always knew like I at least wanted to be up by 5 a.m. But I didn't start with 5 a.m. though. I started with 6 a.m. See, sometimes we have a goal and instead of planning the journey to the goal, we try to just skip straight to it. And that is typically an unmaintainable approach because it's going to be challenging. Some mornings, it's hard to get out of bed. It's going to be tough. You'll have a tough night sleeping. You'll wake up with a headache. But the point is to show yourself grace through the process by setting up a solid foundation to the path. So like I said, if you are saying right now, let's say right now, you wake up at 7 a.m. and you really do want to start waking up at 5 a.m. Tomorrow, your alarm should be set for 6.30. Why? Because we're not always built to just go all in <laughs> on on a goal because here's the thing you might be able to wake up at 5 a.m for a couple of days this week but by that fourth day when the alarm goes off you're going to be really struggling hard to wake up so if you start slowly with just the 30 minutes just 30 minutes i'm going to wake up 30 minutes earlier and get consistent with that get very comfortable with that be excited about waking up that way and you're doing that for a couple of months not just a month but doing that for 30 60 90 days even then you can start saying okay well maybe i'm gonna wake up 15 minutes earlier than that now so it's a it is a progression because every time you set a goal in my opinion when you set a goal and you start achieving that goal and it becomes a part of your lifestyle you are now forever changed at that moment like i feel like you are now different you know a stronger person perhaps um a more focused person definitely just a more evolved person and you want to give yourself the time to get comfortable with who who you are with this new goal and i think that's one thing that's jarring about motherhood is because we think we know what it's going to be like and then it's not because we're kind of thrown into the fire and trying to figure it out and so we don't get the luxury perhaps i'm trying to find the words to describe it we don't get the luxury when we become mothers to ease into it we're just in it, we're just moms. And so I find it very helpful and required to give us, to give yourself the space to ease into all of the other goals and the way that you're trying to shape your life as you move forward. Um, once you've worked out how you can make all of that happen. Identify the key elements and the key players in this plan. So in most cases, you will need more than yourself to bring your morning vision to light. Your bedtime routine will have a huge impact on how your mornings begin. So in your bedtime, when you're thinking about that, how much sleep will you, how much sleep will you get 
if you wake up earlier and change nothing about the time you fall asleep? Think about that. (laughs) Do you need to start going to sleep earlier first before you'll be able to wake up Uh, before you'll be able to wake up earlier. For example, if you know that you want to start working, waking up, like we said, our example is you wake up now at seven, you're going to start waking up at 630 because your ultimate goal is to start waking up at 5am. What time have you been going to sleep? Have you been going to sleep at midnight? And just sleeping for seven hours? Now, if you don't move your, your bedtime, and now you're only sleeping for six and a half hours, mm, is that going to work? If you need seven hours of sleep and you're now you're waking up at 6.30, then most likely you're going to have to move your the, the time that you go to bed to earlier. And I know you're probably listening to this and you're like, Brittany, I understand how things work. I feel you. However, <laughs> with... In working with mothers for these, you know, past three years, these are the steps that we often miss. Like we we say we're going to do a thing. Yeah, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. And then I ask you, well, what time do you go to sleep? Well, I go to sleep at 12. Okay, well, did you change your bedtime? No, I'm still going to go to sleep at 12 and wake up at 5 a.m. You're probably not. It's it's going to be a struggle at first, and I I just I just don't recommend it. We have to think about the big picture when we are making these changes. Do you need to stop drinking caffeine earlier in the day so that you can fall asleep earlier? This was me. I was waking up, and then I would drink coffee by like ten a.m. I would have a cup. And then when I started running ragged, I would have another cup of coffee at like two o'clock or three o'clock, sometimes three thirty, because I'm like, oh, I need to get myself over the hump for picking up my daughter and what I have to do for the rest of the day. Well, then I wasn't able to fall asleep because I was having caffeine too late in the day. So now I will not have any more coffee like after 2 p.m. And 2 p.m. is like my latest, the latest that I will go. Ideally, I don't have coffee anymore like after 11 a.m. because I know I, I won't be able to go to sleep early enough to wake up early enough. Will you have to back off of some after work activities that interfere with an earlier bedtime? So this has to do with whatever your work life is. If you work late, <laughs> if you work later, probably when you get home, you're not going to be ready to go right to sleep. And so, you know, what does your bedtime have to be if you work until 7 p.m. for you to, you know, get up at five? There's a lot of things that you have to think about. So when I'm talking about my morning routine, it's never me saying, hey, sis, this is what you need to do on your self-care journey is to wake up early at 4.50 a.m., No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you want to maximize your morning routine, you have to determine what time your morning starts based off of your lifestyle. What's your spouse or partner's role? 
Will they get up early with you? Will they take on bedtime routine so that you can be in bed at the appropriate time? Do you have to rearrange a space for you to enjoy your morning routine? I work out in our guest room. So before I go to bed at night, I have to make sure that all of Bristol's toys are cleared up from the floor because the guest room, that's where all her toys are. So she, the guest room is the the playroom slash guest room, right? So we don't have guests often. So it's kind of like, you know, a free for all for her to play. And of course, you know, we encourage her to clean up and most of the time she does, but occasionally she'll play and not clean up all those little toys. Well, if I have to wake up in the morning and spend even five minutes, 10 minutes cleaning up after her in the morning, well, that's 10 minutes of my workout time that I've used to clean up. So I have to think about all of that and prepare for that the night before. Um, If you want to start your morning with like tea or coffee, what prep do you have to do the night before to make sure that stuff is ready to go? What items do you have to include in your grocery list to make sure you have what you need in the morning? It's not just about saying I have a morning routine. It's about all of the habits that lead us into a solid morning routine. If you'll be working out, will you set out your workout clothes the night before? Do you need to arrange um, early morning childcare so that you can go to the gym? Like these are all the things that you have to do. And when you're in this stage of pulling in your key resources and players, as the list gets complex, which it will, do not look at it as a barrier. Starting your days the way you want it is really a beautiful thing. And it will feel overwhelming that you have to coordinate 10 things in order to make this happen. But living is an action. And you are the only one who can create the type of life you want. No one else can do that for you. So when you're hearing all these steps that you have to take, you may instinctively just be like, well, it's really not worth it. It's not worth it if I have to do all of this work to have a morning routine. And I will argue that anything that you want is worth working for always. And I think that we all as mothers are trying to live in the balance of reconnecting with ourselves, staying connected with ourselves, creating a routine of reconnection and finding the support that we need to do that. And I remember when I read Becoming, um, Michelle Obama's, I guess, first book, she was even talking about how she was jealous of Barack Obama for a little bit of time because he was getting up in the morning and he was working out and he was, you know, eating well and all this. And she just felt like it's just me and I'm working full time and I always have to, you know, pick up the kids and, you know, figure out dinner. And I just don't have the energy to do all these things. So she would just be jealous and mad at him because he was working out. And then one day she had the epiphany of like, well, you know what? I can work out too. I I'll let me call my mom see if she can come and sit with the kids in the morning like it was more like she coordinated because a lot of times in our relationships not even a lot of times I'll say in in my relationship for example 
I am my husband's backup. You know, if he has something to do, typically by default, I am his backup. So then if I'm his backup, (laughs) then he's not there to back me up if he's doing something. So then who do I have waiting to sub in for me? A lot of that time, it's my mom and then his mom. It's this, this flow of things. And I have to be very vocal about me saying, hey, husband, I need you to be back up for me because this is something that I want to do. And that all goes back to having open communication with your spouse or partner, because like what Michelle Obama was doing, being upset with her husband and me, I'm, I'm, I, I understand I'm stripping these people down to just being regular people. And I understand that they are not, you know, <laughs> like regular, like, um, in the sense of the same having the same resources as most of us but i am just you know stripping them down to just a couple you know two people who are together you have to communicate with that other person because she was carrying resentment for him for taking care of her himself because she felt like him taking care of himself made it so that she couldn't take care of herself Well, how are you going to be mad at somebody for taking care of themselves? We need to figure out how we both can take care of ourselves and and really having that partnership type of conversation and not feeling spiteful um, because your partner has more flexibility because they may have flexibility because you're giving it to them not because they're asking for it, you're just giving it to them and they're taking it and then you're mad at them, which that we can probably talk about in a whole different episode. Okay, so remember, you are in control, you are responsible for creating the type of life that you want for yourself and no one else can do that for you. So keep these affirmations close to keep you on track. One, I am worthy of mornings that bring me peace mindfulness and productivity my morning routine goals are important to my overall wellness i will achieve my morning routine goals by setting a solid foundation another one how i start my day can set the tone for the entire day i will inhale peace patience and grace and i will exhale chaos doubt, and dysfunction. The secret of my future is hidden in my daily routine. Keep these affirmations with you. Listen to this back again and write them down. I'm even going to drop them in the description so you can copy and paste them onto your phone's background, onto your vision board, whatever you need. Because having these affirmations, really believing in your capabilities to do this, really believing that you are a mother who can have everything that she wants in her life and be able to stay connected with the person who you are and to love who you are in your motherhood journey is very, very important. Thank you so much for listening as usual. And I will talk to you very, very soon. Hey, so it's July and I actually created Back to You in Five back in July of 2021. 
and I've been able to help so many mothers cultivate a loving and fulfilling relationship with themselves through self-care over the years. And I'm looking forward to helping even more mothers do the same thing. Are you a busy working mom who longs to reconnect with yourself and find balance in your life? If so, I want to tell you about the Mother's Guide to Reconnection. It is a transformative four-week program designed to help you prioritize self-care, redefine your goals, and create a life that aligns with your true desires. So I'm really happy to bring you this upgraded version of the Mother's Guide to Reconnection. And here's what you'll get coaching, weekly interactive group coaching sessions led by me, an experienced self-care coach, so that you are reminded of what you're capable of. You'll get resources, actionable worksheets, exercises, and resources to support your transformational journey. And you'll get community, which is access to a private online community of like-minded moms for support and accountability because you are not alone in this journey. It's four weeks. Then week one, it's all about prioritizing your peace. So you're going to learn effective self-care strategies to nurture your physical, mental, and emotional well-being. And week two, it's all about setting your routines. So you'll establish practical routines and time management strategies to reclaim control over your day. Week three, we're tackling redefining your goals identify your core values and aspirations to align your goals with your authentic self. And then we wrap things up in week four with personal growth and beyond. So explore personal growth techniques to unlock your full, full potential. Right now, this offer is available to you for the investment in yourself of $750. Take advantage of this special pricing and the payment plan that is available. So go ahead and learn more or get started today at backtoyouin5.com slash program.